Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbuhl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, developed the Voluntary Protection Program, hereby referred to as VPP, to recognize employers and workers who have implemented effective safety and health management systems and maintain injury and illness rates below national averages for their industry. The intent of the program is to recognize those employers and employees who go above mere compliance and implement and sustain a systematic safety and health program to eliminate employee injury to the greatest extent possible. It does not mean that these businesses are perfect, but they are top tier. I've produced several podcasts about not having an easy button for safety, and those podcasts are based on the criteria that OSHA is using for the VPP. So if you want to understand many of the criteria required to be VPP recognized, please listen to those Safety Bites podcasts. So how does VPP work? First, you must have a successful safety and health program that meets VPP performance-based requirements in place and sustained for at least one year. This is for an establishment, not an entire company. So if your company has multiple facilities spread throughout a state, for example, each location needs to apply on its own. When you think you're ready to apply, it's a good idea to get an outside perspective. This is where West Bend's Loss Control Department can really help. We have the expertise to conduct a mock VPP review to help you prepare for your application. We'll help you make sure that your safety program generally meets OSHA's VPP expectations. Then you can apply to OSHA VPP or the state equivalent. Once you submit the application, OSHA reviews it to determine if it meets basic requirements. If it does, OSHA will set up an on-site evaluation. The on-site team, which generally consists of an OSHA staff member, as well as VPP members from other companies, will evaluate your organization, worksite, and practices. They will compare what you said you do to what you actually do. They will interview some of your employees, and they will survey your facility. This on-site evaluation is more thorough than any OSHA inspection you will likely ever have. From this review, the on-site team determines if you qualify for VPP recognition. The Voluntary Protection Program has two status levels, Merit and Star. Merit status indicates that an organization has the potential and commitment to reach star status, but further improvement is needed. You have two years to make the needed improvements or be dropped from the program. Star status indicates that the organization's safety and health program is highly effective and meets all VPP requirements. It is the highest level of recognition. OSHA and the VPP team may decide that you don't qualify for VPP, however. If you have a solid program, the team will let you know what you need to do to improve and will give you goals to achieve to strengthen your program and meet VPP expectations. If your organization gets merit or star status, you can have an approval ceremony where OSHA presents you with a plaque and VPP flag. This is a very elite program. Again, not everyone is recognized for having an exceptional program. As of August 31, 2020, there are only 2,137 establishments in the United States who have been recognized as being in the VPP. For example, in Iowa, there are 42 establishments, Nebraska has 22, Illinois 77, Minnesota 39, and Wisconsin has 31 locations in the VPP. So what are the benefits of being in the Voluntary Protection Program? Primarily, it's the recognition of having one of the best safety programs in the country. You are also exempt from planned or general OSHA inspections. However, you're still subject to inspections if there are employee complaints, hospitalizations, or fatalities. On average, establishments in the VPP have significantly fewer workplace injuries, lower workers' compensation costs, 
and about half as many lost and restricted workdays as their industry peers. That should be the real reward. Employees are not being injured. I've worked with an organization that had multiple sites in the VPP. I worked with one location, helping to lead their VPP application process. Having a safety and health program in place that meets the VPP requirements is very challenging and time-consuming. However, if you are truly committed to workplace safety and health, there is no better way to demonstrate your commitment than implementing and sustaining a safety and health management system that meets VPP requirements. Whether you go for VPP recognition is up to you. However, it is rewarding to get that recognition knowing that OSHA and peers have evaluated your program and agree that you are truly an elite organization when it comes to workplace safety and health. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, please make time each day to create a safer workplace.